0: Hello and welcome to the Dog Zone. You're looking to Husky football in 2018. I'm your host, Alec Dietz. I'm joined this week after a couple week absence by uh, Josh Kirschenbaum, sports editor, my fellow football writer. Josh, how you doing?
1: Doing all right, how you doing, Al?
0: Good, uh, excited to be back in Seattle. Pullman is, is beautiful in its own way, but uh, excited to see uh, civilization. Yeah, I'm glad to be home. Slept
1: in my own bed last night, it felt pretty good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I slept for like 12 hours. Yeah, me too. And I did not mean to at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, um, to the game, the Huskies obviously pretty excited to come out with their sixth rate win over the Cougars across the state. Um, Won 28 to 15, sort of an odd score. Um, for an odd game Sort of an odd game, yeah Blocked uh, PAT, returned for two points uh, Obviously the blizzard You know, Gardner Minshew Not a great game Jake Browning did enough to win But Aaron Fuller's the only guy that comes up with a with a touchdown pass And your leading receivers for Wazoo are two running backs um, Just a weird game
1: Weird game, I think I saw it. There was five turnovers and a combined And a combined 13 points off those five turnovers <laughs> uh, Yeah, it was it was weird it was a weird day at the office.
0: But kind of the same old story when you yep. look at it, that, you know, like a weird game, but UW, I mean, Miles Gaskin, 27 carries, 170 yards, three touchdowns. He's the, the the engine that kind of cooks up the UW offense, and, and then that secondary stops
1: up that air raid. Yeah, and that secondary had itself a day, and secondary really, I mean, every Apple Cup, is, we're talking about the secondary against the air raid, but this Apple Cup especially, I was looking, I was running the numbers, Jimmy Lake just kind of put his... He's been putting as many guys on the field as he can this season especially, but on Friday night, I mean, that first play of the game, they come out with, in a dime package, six defensive backs, and they stayed in that package for 81% of their snaps. They did not line up in their base defense for much of the game at all. And it worked. And it worked. They were looking... I haven't looked yet how many plays exactly. They didn't have more than four people in the box, but it was... that number was pretty low. They were just spreading guys out. They were daring Washington State to run the ball, and Washington State couldn't really run the ball.
0: Yeah, well, and we we were talking earlier about that one play in particular. I think there were a couple players where you dubbed didn't line line up with anybody in the box. But the one that kind of stands out was, I I believe it was third and one. Uh,
1: Third and two in the second quarter on midfield.
0: And, you know, Wazoo decides they want to run the football. I think Gardner Minshew actually checked into a run on that play. Yeah, he checked
1: into a run because he saw that there was literally nobody in the middle of the field.
0: Yeah. And Ben Burkirvan and Brandon Wellington were about, what, five yards five from line of scrimmage? And, and then, you know, Jalen Johnson, Levi come, come in unblocked and stuff them. I mean, like, that's just, I mean, Jimmy Lake was daring Washington State to run the football. And they did get two rushing touchdowns on two pretty good calls in the red zone. But um, other than that, you know, Borgie, who'd been coming in with a lot of production, only four yards per carry. He had five carries in the game. and. Uh, James Williams actually a pretty solid day considering 11 attempts, 65 yards. But you know, I think a incompletion on first down, and then maybe they decide to run. But they kind of got behind the sticks a few times, so just not a great game on Washington State side.
1: No, and Jimmy Lake was not like subtle at all after the game. I mean, I got his quote right here. He goes, "They've done, they do the same thing year in and year out. It's five years in a row now, and it really makes it easy to game plan when an offense does the same thing every year." And he was asked about would he was surprised they were changing it and he said something along the lines of normally I would be surprised but knowing what I know about the other coach on this matchup I guess he does things a little bit differently and I think he ended that but ended his quote by saying I hope they keep him for a while yeah so
0: yeah and and he more than any other coach you won't say this about any other program no like he kind of has a bone to pick with Washington State and the way they run their offense
1: oh he loves it and all the defensive backs love it. Yeah.
0: Well, and it sticks out to me just because I, I put this in a story for a preview, but I remember Zeke Turner last year said almost the same exact thing. He said, like, they're a system offense. They do the same thing, and they stay true to film. You yeah. know, what you see in film, they're going to do the exact same things against you. Um, and
1: it's not just the defensive backs. I mean, Ben Burkirvan, after the game, was saying on his interception, which I believe was in the third quarter. That sounds right. Uh, on a, I mean, that was one where it wasn't a good throw. It was under pressure. uh, Levi or Zurique came, like, up the A-gap and was in Minshew's face and kind of just lofted a ball over to the guy who was coming over the middle. And after the game, Bear Curvin basically said, yeah, Jimmy Lake told me exactly what to do on that play. Like, <laughs> he just like before that one specific play, he said, they're going to do this and you're going to go there and you're going to get an interception. And it's exactly what happened.
0: Like, yeah, it's it's really incredible. And, you know, and I wrote the column, obviously, about how everything's been going right for Washington State this year. Gardner Minshew and the mustache and game day and the comeback victories and it just seemed like you know especially after the USC game that they wouldn't lose again and then you talk about the year Washington's been through with all the college football playoff hopes starting the season I believe sixth in the country losing to Auburn losing to Oregon on a on the, in the overtime and then the Cal game which is just kind of the epitome of what their season had been to that point with Jake Brown getting benched and then UW kind of silently beats Washington State like it just seems like it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it was I was found it really interesting. I didn't even see this until today, actually looking at what Mike Leach had said coming into this game, and his words were something along the lines, people asked him, well, you know, what do you think at UW? And his words were something along, something along the lines of, I mean, they pretty much look the same every year. We always hear about how big and powerful they are, and I wonder when they're gonna change. And Jeez. Yeah. That kind of says it all, right? Um. Yeah, and it's kind of in that way. And, I mean, obviously everything we hear is always about how Mike Leach and his offense is the same. And also, I mean, the thing I was thinking about is, what did you hear going into this week? It was all about how Washington State, of course they have the air raid, but they've got these tailbacks that are kind of like sneaky good, and they've got this defense that's putting up great numbers. And I was thinking, and it was, the whole narrative was, look, this isn't just – an air raid but I've heard that for the past like three years now like mm-hmm. I remember last year they had their trio of running backs and they had Hercules, Hercules Madoff and the Speed D and that's always going to be the story because obviously you can't just talk about the air raid but it's really been the same story every year
0: yeah no and and then you just talk you talk about those running backs and again Max Borgie and James Williams also their leading receivers because they just do check downs yeah. all game which is what they've done in the past
1: few years Gardner, and then yeah Gardner Minshew um I had it here averaged 4.34 yards per attempt. Um, Yeah. Friday. Yeah. They well,
0: eat. and then you talk about, I mean, people were coming in, and even I kind of thought, well, this game might be different because Gardner Minshew can move the pocket, kind of can run a bit, and Luke Falk wasn't very, he was pretty stationary. It didn't make a difference. I mean, like, UW still rushed three guys and they still got to him. I mean, it didn't matter. There yeah. were a few times he leaked out, picked up some first downs, but. Yeah, he's
1: got one scramble on their second drive, picked up a first down. I mean, he had the one that set up the fourth, that he literally early, set up the fourth and one that they yeah. ultimately turned it over on. Yeah
0: and you know I think definitely the snow had an impact oh, that yeah. that can't be avoided um, definitely limits what you want to do offensively a little bit but I mean that doesn't explain I mean Washington State didn't score a touchdown until it was really coming down yep. when you think about it because yep. it wasn't coming down that hard at the beginning and they and, scored on the ground and yeah so I don't know it's and to just,
1: be fair going back to what we were saying about UW in the box they scored a, their first touchdown came against it Completely empty box, or almost completely empty box, and they actually they did the right thing. Yeah, and they ran away from it. Yeah, it was just Ben Burke Exactly, it was one down lineman in Ben Burke and m- yeah, Miles and Bryant did, couldn't get over quite quick enough. And eleven yards later, you had a weak side run. And like, yeah, that's what you could have done. Yeah, it, just a just an
0: interesting matchup, and I mean, the I mean, this might have been Washington State's best shot in years. Next year, they're going to be breaking in a new quarterback. A new running. I mean, Borgie will still be there, but no more James Williams. You're losing a couple of receivers. Um, losing
1: Peyton Pelour.
0: And who knows if Mike Leach returns.
1: Yeah, he will. I think he will.
0: Yeah, I mean, we were talking to Ryan Mosher of the Daily Evergreen, and he was saying he's he's been getting looks from other teams, much yeah. like Chris Peterson is rumored to be as well. We know Chris Peterson's not leaving anytime soon. But um, – Mike Leach, I don't know. Like, yeah, I think it's really hard to recruit and pull in. It's just, it's a tough job.
1: Well, I think Mike Leach is in the same place, honestly, that Chris Pearson is sort of been well Mike Leach, Chris Pearson's not in the same place Mike Leach is. I think Washington State's in the same place that Washington is a little bit, because it's not just been the Apple Cups for Washington State. I mean, what was the last time, like, they haven't really done well in the bowl games either. So, yeah. like, it's different for Washington because you've also got the rivalry with Oregon, so, like... You can, like, the Apple Cup's obviously the biggest, but if you win your bowl game, you would beat Oregon, you can maybe lose an Apple Cup here here or there. I mean, I actually don't have the last time Wazoo won a bowl game, but I know they laid an egg egg last year, they laid an egg the year before that, and if Mike Leach could pull that out, and they're going to go to a deer six bowl game, like, if he win, if they go to the Fiesta Bowl or the Orange Bowl and they win that, or the Sugar Bowl or wherever, he'll be fine. But he does need a signature win soon, and they have a couple. They beat they beat USC two years ago, beat Oregon this year, but
0: yeah, and had game day, and I mean for the for the Cougars, there's not really much better you can do no, than Mike Leach. Is the issue with them? I don't think he'll ever be fired.
1: They owe him way too much money, too, I believe.
0: But I could I could see him leaving to take another job. Possibly. Um, you talked about the last time they won; they actually did win in 2015 against Miami.
1: All right. Yeah.
0: But a year before that, lost to Colorado State.
1: Well, in the year after that, it was, they played, right, they played a Minnesota team that was on strike.
0: In 2016, scored, yeah. like
1: 12 points They were down
0: all of their defensive backs. Yeah,
1: and scored 12 points against it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And before that 2013 loss to Colorado State, they hadn't been in a bowl game since 2003. So, we'll see. I mean, a New Year's Six bowl game for them, they're going to have a big chance. They're probably going to take on a, a UCF team that's going to be down their starting quarterback. So... Anyway, we'll move on from Washington State and, and the Apple Cup and move on to a pretty big game, a rematch against the Utah Utes, uh, the 17th ranked, I believe, in the latest poll. They I think they scored 28 unanswered points to come back from a, a huge deficit against uh, BYU this past week. Um, obviously, down their starting quarterback, down their starting running back hasn't really mattered. Um, they've rifled off a couple wins in a row. And, and I mean, this is kind of what everyone thought was going to be the matchup heading into this year, but not really for either teams what they thought these teams would look like for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think Stilling is crazy that, I mean, now every team from the Pac-12 South has won the Pac-12 South, and Utah was the last team to do it. Like, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. They, I mean, they've always just been like that second or third team that just can't quite get over the hump. And then, I mean, the thing about Utah, always the story is November, they always go south they always start off really good and then they go south in november and then they start off really well this pretty well this year and then their first game in november they lost they lost their quarterback they lost their running back and the fact that they're back yeah is really something to say
0: yeah well and i i remember both of us were kind of like oh here we go again it's gonna yep. be this utah team it's gonna be like arizona state coming out of there something weird you know someone with a six and six record maybe arizona and I mean, like, if I'm being honest, it kind of took the worst year in Pac-12 South history, or yeah. close to it, except for that first year where UCLA won with I think the they had the losing record,
1: or they were six and six. Yeah, UCLA you, you won six and six, but that was because USC went eleven and one, but was in sanctions. Yeah,
0: that's it. Um, so uh, since that point, probably the worst year in Pac-12 South history, it took that for Utah to win it. Still, they've looked pretty impressive. They got a big win against Oregon, you know, come from behind win against BYU. They're they're cooking. That defense is one of the best in the country. Um, you were at the press conference today. What was Coach Pete saying
1: about that Utes team? I mean, he was just saying that they're way better, and they're different because no one just happened, but they're just better on all fronts. And it was interesting because I asked him, because remember two years ago when Washington won to the Pac-12 championship game, they played Colorado, who was a team that they hadn't yet played. And I kind of asked him, hey, when you have a game's worth of film, is it— almost too much to work with, you want to treat it like as a completely new opponent. And he was like saying, yeah, this is, we have to realize that this is a different team. This is a better team. I mean, they played them in week three. Yeah. Think of what's changed for UW dub since week three. And yeah,
0: and Utah, yeah. just both teams. I mean, both teams are completely different. I think UW. dub you know, they kind of look the same with the kind of players they got, but all the stuff that's come along the way, all the baggage they've carried, I mean, I, I firmly think they're a different team. Oh yeah. Um, but they're getting healthy at the right time. You know, Trey, I I believe firmly believe Trey Adams is going to start at left tackle this week. And obviously, Miles Gaskins healthy again. And I mean, this is the time of year to get healthy. And maybe that late bye week was sort of a blessing in disguise for this team. But I don't know. It's going to be an interesting game. I think the first game, it felt like UW was a lot better of a team. But mistakes by, by Browning and the offense kind of kept yeah. Utah in the game. So we'll, I don't know if this game's going to be any different.
1: Yeah, well, and I think... I mean, I didn't. You went to the Utah game, but I remember leading up to that. The idea was the two things people I was thinking about was that Utah is always a very good team. Utah's a team that's never going to beat itself. Like you know, maybe UCLA historically would or USC, like you can trust them to maybe make some undisciplined mistakes. But Utah's always going to be a very good team. It's always going to be very physical. It's always going to have a really good defense. So you need to be able. You need to beat Utah. Utah's not going to beat itself. And then also that crowd at Rice Eccles, and. I mean, Washington did really well against, for all, all the things being considered, with the exception of a few Browning mistakes. They're not going to have that crowd. Yep. It's going to be probably pretty bipartisan, maybe a little utah heavy. I mean, it's Friday night at Levi Stadium. There's not going to be many people there, let's be honest. Yeah. There wasn't last time. Nope. Um, and
0: even last year when it was uh, Stanford, Stanford USC. and USC, there weren't many fans there. Yeah. It was close off the upper deck, so I don't expect it to get and too loud. I don't there. expect it
1: to get too loud. And also, Jake Browning had that bad game at Utah. He had what was almost a really good game at Oregon that didn't quite make it. He had, obviously, the game at Cal. But since Cal, he's put together, what's it now, four good games in a row between some really good moments and then even Friday where he was, I mean, that throw to Bocelli. Was incredible. Was incredible. And the couple plays to Hunter Bryant were incredible. But even, like, he wasn't putting, I mean, he didn't have a touchdown, but he was totally serviceable he had i mean it was a completely apple cup stat line it was 11 for 14 and he let the run game do its thing
0: yeah but i mean quietly
1: put up 207 yards passing that too i mean he's been everything that washington needs its quarterback to do these past four weeks and if he can if he has a good game then i don't think utah has a chance
0: yeah and you know something about jake browning a lot of people don't look at is i mean he he had a play in the apple cup there was one in particular you pointed out where it was Ty Jones all on the end. I mean, you saw it coming a mile away, and you're yeah. like, does he see it? Oh, yeah, Jake Brown sees, sees it. it. That's yeah. an easy first down. There was another play, I believe, in the first half where there was no one up the middle and I believe it was like second and 13, and there was like no one in the box. And Jake Browning stands the back there for a second, sees that there's no one there, and just steps up on. and runs. Yep. And he almost picks up a first down. And I think on the next play they run wedge, and the next play it's a Miles Gaskin touchdown run. Pretty much. Yep. So like other quarterbacks on that roster right now aren't making those kind of decisions. No. Like Jake Browning sees what's happening on the play. Yeah, there are times he makes mistakes. That interception on the first drive wasn't very good. But uh, he is exactly what UW dub. He's done exactly what UW has asked of him these past couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, exactly.
1: And I mean, he's definitely helped as he always has been when Miles Gaskin is able to run free. Yeah. And open that up. I mean, the big play of Charlie came on play action. Yep. I think on first down. On Yeah, it was after a, a first down run from Gaskin. Yeah. So like, it, it's a multiple. It's the most. Op- it's the most multiple offense maybe in the Pac-12, and they really need both of those going at the same time. And Washington, I mean, Utah is definitely gonna be a harder team to run against. But I mean, go back, how many yards did Miles Gaskin have against Utah? I know he had at least one huge touchdown early. They can run against Utah.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, and in that game, it was the running game that kind of kept UW in the and then, game and Gaskin ran for 143 yards on thirty carries. Yeah.
1: If they do that and Browning I mean, I forget. I remember everybody remembers the one the play where he was backpedaling and he threw the bad throw away right to the guy other than that I mean, 14 he of 24 for 155 yards and a touchdown like that's not awful that was a nice touchdown to Ty Jones if memory serves
0: yes on a and yeah and then he scrambled for a touchdown if he well.
1: doesn't throw that one he's what 14 of 23 for 150 yards and a mm-hmm. touchdown and that's that's what they need that's what they need for him and to let be able to hand the ball off without stumbling Yep, like, and
0: I mean the UW defense stops Zach Moss, who had been tearing it up this year, to just sixty-seven yards, and Huntley throws for one hundred thirty-eight yards. His average three point six yeah. per attempt. We'll see what happens or per uh, completion.
1: We'll see what happens, but I think this is a good matchup for Washington.
0: I think, it's, I think it's a pretty favorable matchup as well.
1: All right, thanks, Josh, for coming aboard.
0: Uh, I know it's been a couple weeks, but it was good to, to have you back on the pod. It's great to be back. I hope people like hearing my voice.
1: Yeah. All right, thanks, Josh. Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: All right, and thank you for listening to The Dog Zone. This has been Alec Dietz. And a reminder, the Box Seat Podcast is going to come out this Thursday. I'm sure we'll be talking a little bit of Apple Cup, maybe bringing in a special guest. Uh, it's been a great season so far. I've had a fun time with uh, – my boys Andy and Chris. Um, And then also look out for the daily um, on stands today. We'll have all that Apple Cup content for you. My column on uh, if it really matters about how well Wazoo's playing or how bad Washington's uh, playing. Look out for Josh's recap of the game, uh, where the Huskies are potentially smelling roses for the first time in over a decade. Uh, Look out for my Miles Gaskin breaking records piece. Um, It's gonna be a great paper. All right, thanks again, and we'll see you next Monday.